everyone. I'm Abby with the red face and neck. And I'm Jenny with the super hot doc. Welcome to Blame It on the Vag. Your weekly talk with your vagina besties. We want to do a quick warning. This week's topic is not appropriate for children, teens, or mothers named Susan or Linda. <laughs> or Vicky. <laughs> or Vicky. Oh, how's your vag this week, Jenny? My badge is doing well this week good my oral thrush on the other hand is not doing well no I, yeah I had sent super hot doc a message and he sent me one back yesterday saying that he filled the diflucam so that I could go pick it up mm-hmm. so I go racing over to the pharmacy and it's completely empty And I walk up and give the tech my card and she pulls up my account and she's like, oh, wait, just a second. Let me grab a pharmacist. So the pharmacist comes over and he goes, oh, yeah, there's a note. I put a note in your account because when you took the Diflucan last time, how did you take it? I don't remember. I've had thrush on and off for 10 years now. So I told him, I'm like, I don't remember. He goes, well, do you take, have you ever taken Nystatin? And I go, oh, is that the orange goo stuff? (laughs) And he's like, yeah. I go, yeah, I did the two of those back to back and it didn't work. And he goes, and you're out of the troches? And I said, yes. Like, why didn't he call in the Diflucan? And the pharmacist goes, he goes, yes, it's just the way he wrote the prescription is usually written for vaginal infections. <laughs> Did he really whisper it? He whispered it. Oh, my God. And he's a pharmacist. So I go, first of all, and I gesture to the empty waiting room. I go, there's no one here. So you don't have to whisper vaginal. Secondly, I have a vagina. And I'm okay with you saying that and acknowledging that out loud. Well, the tech that was sitting in between us was female and she was cracking up. She fist bumped me. Yes. <laughs> so he goes, well, I, I need to contact your doctor just to, to double check. So I'm just going to page him. I immediately panic because I was not prepared for this trip in. I have not showered I didn't even wash my face. I I did brush my teeth, but I look, I'm a wreck. Like, I look like I just rolled out of bed and into the pharmacy. He, If I had known, I probably wouldn't have felt, gone in that day. So he, he pages him. And of course, he can't just call back. He's got to walk over to the pharmacy. <laughs> and the thing with Kaiser Pharmacies is their open concept <laughs> So there's nowhere to hide. <laughs> there's like this small wall that's maybe a foot long that has like three chairs on one side, three chairs on the other side. I look like I'm playing <laughs> the saddest game of alone musical chairs. <laughs> Trying to avoid him until finally I realized it's so awkward. He's walking around the wall and I'm starting around. And finally I'm like, you have to stop this insanity. So I pop up. (laughs) You're like crouching down behind the (laughs) On the side that he's already walked past twice and I wasn't there. (laughs) And I 
she jumped. Oh my god. So awkward. So he just he's th- oh it was Let just me clarify. Bad. Do you mind if I jump in? Go right ahead. <clears throat> you just laid into the pharmacist about not whispering vagina, <laughs> but you're hiding behind a wall from the doctor who might be coming to clarify whether you need medicine for your vagina. Right. But it's just hiding because so, of and you have face. a vagina podcast makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> but I wasn't my vagina. I was going to say my vagina was not making me hide, but it kind of was. <laughs> it kind of was. <laughs> because I think he's so hot and I didn't want him to see me without any makeup on and not having washed my face. And we just had a conversation about Juvederm the last time I was in because I was like, I feel like I look like an old rag, like some crone living in the forest trying to trap children and burn them in an oven in her candy house. You know? <laughs> but... Anyways, so I got it clarified. It was written the way it was, even though it wasn't for my vaginal infection. (laughs) It was actually for the oral thrush. And that's my long hot dog pharmacy story. (laughs) How's your ab? How's your vag this weekend? (laughs) And then my vag is not named Abby. Yeah, you would really need to name it something other than your own name. <laughs> Little Abby. <Yeah. laughs> Little Abby. <laughs> are you are you wiping front to back this week? I almost forgot. Oh my uh, god, that was the other thing. The pharmacist. This is my front to back story with pharmacists and doctors alike. When they say to me, are you, are you remembering to rinse your mouth after you do your steroid inhaler? Right. Like nails on a chalkboard. So I right. immediately thought of you. <laughs> I'll have to ask her if she's wiping front to back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot. And I had to ask my seven-year-old. Uh, <laughs> and she told you back. Yeah. To right. Yeah. How's little Abby this week? <laughs> yes. Uh, little Abby is doing okay. Uh, same old, same old. But I do want to talk about apparently yesterday, which was October 19th, was the very first national period day. And it's really cool because I had a friend, uh, text it to me yesterday and it was kind of late last night, um, and so I didn't really get a chance to post on the on our Facebook page. But um, and she told me that she's like, I thought of you because today is National Period Day. And I love when you guys let us know these things when our listeners right. are telling us, you know. And then this morning, my daughter texted me. She's with her dad. And she's like, did you know yesterday was National Period Day? How cool is that? That's so awesome. Yeah, so what it is... 14-year-old. Right? Yay. So, um, and so then I texted her, and I was like, yeah. I was like, um, I posted on the Facebook page a link about it, and I said, hopefully we're on the way to normalizing this, and um, we can hopefully maybe have the end to the period tax and to maybe having period products free um, in public restrooms. And then she texted back and she was like, woot. (laughs) 
So I was like, yeah, I'm getting my daughter all like riled up about it. So, but yeah, so what um, National Period Day was, um, I guess across the country, people were rallying um, to end period poverty um, and wanting to end the classification of period products as luxury items or non-essential. And that's why they're taxed. But the funny thing is, uh, Viagra, not taxed. Nope. We're kind of fighting to be able to have clean and healthy period products, uh, be freely accessible in schools and shelters. And I'd like to go one step further and say public restrooms, because seriously, like, how is it any different than toilet paper? Right. Yeah. So that's so exciting. And I'm hoping that this movement can, you know, catch on and, and everything. And I think it really is. I mean, a lot more people, a lot more women are, are trying to normalize it. You know, I think we talked have we talked before about like hiding the tampon when we're going to the bathroom, like at right. work and stuff, you know, and we shouldn't have to do that. There's a nonprofit menstrual movement called period um, Two high school students, uh, Nadia Okamoto and Vincent Forand co-founded in 2014 as a way to end period poverty and the stigma. Um, they do education service advocacy and, um, They said, as a teen, Okamoto struggled with homelessness and found that access to period products was difficult and often overlooked an overlooked obstacle um, of her situation. And you don't think about that when you're donating or, you know, to food pantries and things like that. A lot of people don't think about feminine products and um, that they're needed. So um, I thought that was really cool. And I thought it was cool that high schoolers started this sort of movement. So. I feel like they're starting all the movements. Yeah. They give yeah. me hope for the future. Yes. I'm going to start my movements in my house. <laughs> well, the you teenagers. know, <laughs> it's that vortex vagina. <laughs> Tornado vagina of lollies. <laughs> so this week's show, we're going to talk about toys. We're going to try to normalize toys. Um, Abby, have you ever used toys? Um, you know, the funny thing is, is that I've never really used, used them. I have, I was with one guy who had this tiny little vibrator thing that he tried to use one time and the batteries were dead. So it was like, like, and then I'm like, wait, like it was like in his drawer and he got it out and I'm like, um, has this been like cleaned? Like when's the last time you use this? Cause it was, it was this guy that I like just kind of started dating and he was, I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> it's like, weird. Oh, let's not use that. So that was like the only, and it was like this tiny little pink thing. That's my only experience with it. What about you, Jenny? I had never, and again, I think it's a generational thing and it wasn't even ever mentioned in my household. My friends never talked about it not even through college. And it wasn't until I went through a really bad breakup when I was 30 that my friends got together because I was really struggling. I was drinking pretty heavily. Um, I was just a fucking mess. And they were like, you don't need a man. You need machinery. (laughs) And I was like, what does that even mean? And they like drug me out and took me to an adult store 
So it was like a bunch of women like walking through this arguing over which toy was the best toy mm-hmm. and what would work best for me. So and if I hadn't been so sauced at the time, <laughs> I would probably have some pretty good stories to tell on who liked what. So one was chosen for me. They finally came to an agreement. I didn't even pick my own toy because I had no idea. (laughs) And then it was even more embarrassing because when they marched it up to pay for it, I didn't even pay for it. They bought me the toy. The dude behind the counter took it out of the packaging and put batteries in it. Oh, God. Switched it on and held it out to me. And I'm like, I, I took a step back. And I remember Lisa grabbed it with her hand and just held on to it for a minute and then went, that's good. (laughs) I didn't even, like, are you supposed to do that in the stores? That was so weird to me. So he shut it off and put it back in the package and handed it to us. So I've only ever had three toys and only three because (laughs) that first one was eaten by the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Told that story last week. The second one got tossed out in the whole bed bug fiasco. Oh. And I just bought my third one. So I think Josh and I are kind of like thinking about, we've talked about it before, right? And um, I think this will be good for me since I have like no clue on like what's good and what isn't. So um. I think this will be good to kind of figure out what we might want to try out. You know, I don't think I even knew toys existed like growing up. I don't remember when I actually found out they were a thing, but I'm pretty sure I had no clue what they were probably through. I don't know if it was high school, but it could have been. (laughs) I 100% admit I was 30 before I knew. Yeah. And then getting my first one, then all of my friends, then I was like included in this like toy world where everyone was talking about them then. Like and it a became sudden. a bit more normalized. I had one friend whose husband referred to her as Quick Draw McGraw because she kept a couple, <laughs> I guess, in in between their box spring and their mattress and she'd just whip them out during sex. <laughs> so that was like his nickname for her was Quick Draw McGraw. <laughs> That's awesome. She always had one within reach. Yeah, because like my ex-husband and I never even, I don't think we ever even talked about it, never brought it up. But yeah, it's not the dirty 30s, like, for nothing. I'm pretty exactly. sure, you know, that's, that's pretty funny. And thank God for friends. And mm-hmm. that's why we're here every week. Yes, one we're here the, to be your friends. Right. One of the best things about this podcast for me has been what I, the knowledge that I'm gaining, because I know this is going to shock people as someone who look, works in a library, but I'm, I love the research aspect of this as well. Yeah. So last night, Abby and I stumbled upon a film um, as we were researching the history of vibrators, which we were surprised to find out dates all the way back to the 1800s. <laughs> and it was actually invented because uh, women were diagnosed with something called hysteria. So it was blamed on an overactive uterus. And the prescribed treatment was a pelvic massage 
to induce hysterical paroxysm, which supposedly would restore the woman back to her full health. But I guess like providing the pelvic massages got really tiring for the doctors. (laughs) (laughs) They got hand cramps. They got hand cramps. Contemporary medical journals say that it was tedious, boring, and physically demanding work. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it was like some pervy doctor who came up with it to begin with. And then he got in way over his head. (laughs) (laughs) My hand. What the fuck? As word spread through the small little town, (laughs) you go to this doctor, he'll make you feel better. (laughs) So vibrators actually were uh, invented to relieve the doctor's poor, tired, cramped hands. (laughs) So they were invented for men. Right. Like everything else. Yeah, pretty much. You can tell with the way some of them are designed that they were definitely... (laughs) Designed by a man. I bet the advent of the fake vagina is nowhere near as compelling as the story (laughs) of the vibrator. I mean, seriously, there are a lot of things that can be used as a vagina. You don't need to buy, like, a silicone (laughs) vagina. Like a warm apple pie? Yeah. Isn't that from a movie? Yeah, it's from American Pie. The minute you said that, that's all I could think of. (laughs) But seriously, like, come on. The men really don't need hardly anything. (laughs) They can just (laughs) get off with their hands. It's a lot harder for us. So this movie called Hysteria has Maggie Maggie Gyllenhaal in it. It was so cute. So I I definitely recommend looking that up. I It's not on any of the free sites. I had to rent it. But yeah, it was pretty funny. It was only $3.99 on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So, and they sort of, um, it was it was neat the way they were able to weave in the suffrage move, movement. Yeah. And how, if if you were a woman and you were fighting for your own voice to be heard. You were, you were deemed as hysterical. You, you had hysteria and it was incurable and they would put women in institutions and they would do mandatory hysterectomies. Oh my God. Like yeah. I had no idea about that. That's crazy. And what was even crazier was at the end when they said it was still being diagnosed and wasn't, they didn't stop diagnosing it until 1952. Like, all that time, there's still doctors out there being like, "Mm, you have hysteria, so let me do the little finger thing. It'll make you better. (laughs) I think I'd need more than just the little finger thing. Right? (laughs) I would definitely tire them out. Yeah. Like the first lady in the movie. Right. She's like, "Mm." I wish I would have seen it. I wish I would have watched it. (laughs) <laughs> I say by the 50s women were like okay let's this is boring now let's let's step up your game okay <laughs> they realized they couldn't just go with just the just the finger thing although you know I am kind of disappointed that I can't now go into super hot doc and be like <laughs> I'm uh I'm I my my uterus is overacting <laughs> I'm having increased anxiety 
Like, can you please fix that with the giving me a? I need a pelvic massage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Some fierce external stimulation. Oh, and the funny thing is, um, they believed that um, it was like this fierce external stimulation they were doing to coax the uterus back into normal position was not an orgasm because the female organ was incapable of any sensation of pleasure without penetration of a penis is what they believed back then. So what they were doing was totally fine. It was like totally medical, you know, (laughs) Jeez. because, you know, I don't understand how they didn't know that that was orgasms. Like I, because they they weren't giving their wives one like sex was all about just creating babies and not for pleasure right so the man's pleasure yeah so these doctors didn't even know what a woman's orgasm looked like or sounded like you know because they're having orgasms on the table and they're like oh look her uterus is back into place abby maybe that's all we needed with our tilted (laughs) uterus damn it yes yeah, but I don't have one anymore. So what's my issue? <laughs> <laughs> it would take a whole heck of a lot to put that baby back in place. This is my wonderful sister-in-law, Cindy, married to my older brother, Trent. And Cindy is going to open her box full of toys. Oh, I love that. They both love. Well, I wanted something that the kids wouldn't get into. (laughs) They're not interested in love. (laughs) So, Jenny, are you just going to, like, suspend the fact that this is, like, your brother? And you're talking about (laughs) your brother and his wife? Well, we, we already had a full discussion. So, I mean, I'm fully aware that my brother has sex. What? <laughs> Siblings have sex? Wait, I thought it was like our parents. They don't have sex. Oh, right? our parents don't have sex. <laughs> My dad will never be on this podcast. <laughs> now listen, I know stories. <laughs> no! <laughs> We're not going there with stories. I'm just saying. I'm a plethora of knowledge. <laughs> I remember when they first got together. Should we go here? And we came up. I forget why Drew and I came up. We came up for something. Anyways, they were at the condo. In the bedroom at the condo was a huge banner over the bed that said, cowgirls make better lovers. Oh, my God. Like, they left that up. My dad had, like, (laughs) printed it out on, like, a dot matrix printer. (laughs) Oh, no. That's awesome. <laughs> and they left Ew. it up. <laughs> My stories aren't that bad. <laughs> well, and then one time in front of my grandparents, mom said, oh, you know, your dad's latest thing is his finger hurts. It's because he's not getting enough sex and he needs more sex. <laughs> I was like, in front of his mother. Cheers. All right, so Cindy is going to unveil her box of goodies. So, so I was going to ask Cindy, how long have you and Trent been together? We have been married, we're going on 22 years. Awesome. So 
you know, about half my life. And it's been a very, um, I don't know what to call it, like a growth process. It's been a process. And uh, I would say that most of my experiences with vibrators are like solely my own and my perspective of what it's done for me. Not until later on or more recently was it anything that we did together. So. And how does he feel about you doing it on your own? There's, he doesn't have a problem with that at all. That's awesome. I'll say, I'll say, Hey, can you go downstairs? I don't want anybody up here for 30 minutes. (laughs) Because I got to get myself in the mood too, you know, right. romance myself a little bit. Um, and he'll, and he's really great about it. And he'll, he'll keep all the children away from the door. And, <laughs> you know. Does your bedroom door lock? It does. Okay. It does. Yeah. If it didn't, we'd make sure that it had like some sort of major lock system. <laughs> he's like standing in front of the door for 30 minutes. <laughs> he, like, he would totally nope. be a bouncer for me. Uh, but yeah, he's, Move he's it very on. supportive. <laughs> he's supportive enough that I can come on my sister-in-law's podcast and talk about it. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So when did you get your first vibrator? <laughs> well, um, I got my first vibrator when... Like, it wasn't technically the vibrator, though. It wasn't, like, a vibrator. I was separated from my husband, like, distance-wise. We were living apart. And um, I was alone. I didn't have anything. And I had to be discreet. I didn't have a car, so I always got a ride with someone. So my time alone was always limited. And so I, I didn't have time to, like, go. I don't even remember if there were places on the street that you could go to, to buy stuff like that. So I was probably 25 and, uh, <laughs> I went to like a Rite Aid and I got this back massager <laughs> and, and I've told Jen this story before, but I went in and I'm like, <laughs> and I, I went in and I, I found it on the shelf and I'm like, oh gosh. Okay. So I, ha- and I have to be quick because my ride's going to be there any minute. And I have on this big puffy jacket and I go to the counter, I check out and everything. And I don't even get a bag that I remember. I just stuffed it in my jacket <laughs> in the box and I zipped up my jacket and acted like it didn't exist until I got home. And then I had to wait for the sucker to charge and I waited <laughs> and I waited and I waited. It's like Jenny waiting for her Amazon package. Yes. Yes. Pacing back and yes. forth. Is it charged enough yet? Is it charged enough yet? And I was so afraid because uh, I was like, my my roommate is going to hear it. Somebody's <laughs> going to see it. Um, I didn't have anywhere to hide it. I hadn't told my husband, um, you know, and it's this ginormous back massager. I was going to say, what did it look like? We did it well, look it's like? It's funny you should ask because 25 years later, <laughs> I still, still have it. it. <gasps> yeah. I think. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> now I want to just preface all of this with the fact that I like scrubbed these babies clean this morning. Okay. <laughs> They're sanitized. It, it is clean. But what's really funny about this is that I bought a second one when, 
when he had started having like back problems or something and I wanted to be able to have one for like to actually use as a back massage. <laughs> but I didn't want to like have the one that is mine like available. So I can't remember if this is the first or the second one, but it is the only. And I've killed two of them. So, but what's nice about it is that it has two settings, low and high, and it has this pivoting head. Oh, okay. So for someone like me who has kind of a shorter arms than I should, this long handle is very handy. And it, so I even have the charger. It was like a wall charger thing that you plug in. It's all like, you know, like dying. It cracks me up. And so I would plug this in and I would hide it behind my bed. And you can see, this is the funny part. I was looking at it today. There's like white paint stuff on the sides from where it was like hitting the wall. <laughs> Between the bed the mattress and the wall where it was hidden so tight so that nobody could see it. There's like all this paint on it. So this was, this was my first attempt. <laughs> and, um, this baby could go to town. Okay. <laughs> and I think I really damaged myself in, this, in, in that I like, I think I lost some sensitivity. <laughs> future it required a whole lot more work like I needed a lot more settings and a little bit more horsepower like the bar was set like really high with your first with the well I mean look at it it's like (laughs) supposed to knock out you know major stress knots in a man's back like (laughs) this is burly I wonder how many women have used that as like an option undoubtedly yeah Undoubtedly, I would like to see a poll of how many women have yeah. these. They're readily available in your drugstore, and you can go in and say, oh, yeah, my husband has a hurt back, or this is for a friend who's got a calf muscle pulled, or whatever. You can lie and get this one and not be embarrassed. And see, you- for me, that would be like two for one, because I have a bad, like, neck and shoulder. Yeah. You know, I could totally, like, use it on my back, and then... Use it down there. Let me tell you, you think that, but then you build a relationship with it that you don't want it rubbing your back. And you wonder, does it, is, this isn't right. This is the wrong. It's because you automatically want to use it on your vagina. On your little Abby. Yes. Did you and method act when you went in to get it? Did you pretend I you totally had like a met- cramped shoulder? Yes, I totally did. I was like, you're like, Hanging it low. Oh, like, oh yeah. Oh, oh. Rubbing my shoulder. <laughs> I was pathetic. I didn't know what to do. And it was so embarrassing. And nobody had talked to me about it ever. Um, the only time vibrators were mentioned was maybe like on a girl's night out, people being funny. I had one married friend who was knowledgeable about stuff. And I just, we didn't talk about it. We did not talk about it. Uh, so this was kind of like my self-discovery. And it came out of necessity. Like, it was like, if I I would have been diagnosed with hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, something is wrong with me. 
Yeah, I needed it so that I could be a human being, or I would yeah. have been just a wretched, wretched person. Yeah. Now, there are other things in here. What's uh, that? Jenny, Jenny, um, do you think maybe you could use that one so you don't throw your arm out? Um, <laughs> right. Oh, my God, I injured think? myself again. <laughs> now, I'd like to know where your vibrator is. I'm bringing all of my stuff out. Where's your stuff? Okay, that brings me to the next point of my favorite cleaner. <laughs> oh. Do you have a favorite cleaner? I Soap and water. Cleaner? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, okay. What do you I mean cleaner? Oh, right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, I get it through... Um, one pure romance sells stuff they're like the home parties and stuff like that it's just an adult toy cleaner let me tell you i just have to tell you a story about the toy cleaner my son when he was about six <laughs> i already like where this is going <laughs> um, and i have a little story for each one of them uh, being caught so when he was about six, he had scraped his knee and it wasn't so bad that I needed to like get up and do a whole thing about it. So I said, go on upstairs and get the Neosporin from the bathroom counter. So he comes down the stairs with this. Whoa, no, no, go put that back. And of course he can't not just put it back. Right. He's so he had to be a little older because he could read. But he says, adult toy cleaner. <laughs> he said, oh, this must be for when grown-ups get hurt from a toy. Oh, my God. He gosh. thought it was like a spray medicine for <laughs> if we got hurt by one of their toys, like if we stepped on it or something. Like a Lego. We're like, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yeah, so I'm, I guess you do have to have like a – I mean, because you can't just do – I don't know. It's soap and water or alcohol back. or something. I just do water and soap. And clean it. Yeah. Before. Okay. Yeah, before and after each time. Okay. And I think it depends too on the surface of like how, you know, like some of them have like this funky, like silicone surface that right. really needs a special cleaner. You don't want to do anything like that can. Um, compromise the surface of it because if you're putting it near your vagina, you want that business clean, right? You right. Don't carrying any kind of anything. Well, that's so good. That's I don't I don't want to rub my back with the same thing that I rub my vagina with. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. So all of this stayed separate. We did that. I don't remember which episode it was, but maybe it was your episode when we were going through the in different infections you can get. And there was that weird uh, STI, the sexually transmitted infection that you could get from toys. toys. Yeah. The one yeah. we couldn't pronounce trichomyosis yeah. thing. You're right. Huh. Well, combating that didn't even know. Exactly. Although I would say that I have like a very strong vagina. <laughs> like, <laughs> It combats a lot of stuff. <laughs> like it's a warrior. <laughs> so we've got a tornado vagina in the family, and now we have a warrior vagina. In yeah, the I, would say, uh, I would say definitely a warrior vagina. That's what I got. 
She's got Xena down there. Yeah, we need the Xena vagina in with our superhero vaginas. That's a little bit ambiguous for me. Um, I'm I'm more of a Wonder Woman. <laughs> a Don't Wonder get Woman in my Xena. You get Xena. She's all you half want. God. That's fantastic. I I'm I'm I'd like to be half Amazon. <laughs> I want a lasso of truth and a corset. That holds my titties in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What was your next toy after that? Okay, so the next toy after that brings me to my... (laughs) This. Your diagram here. Or my whatever. So my married friend that I was telling you about, who's very knowledgeable, her and her husband had ordered this and... When it came, she was like, this is not at all what we wanted. And basically, it was like this giant. And when I say big, it was like abnormally girthy. (laughs) And and it had a suction cup on it. And I wasn't exactly sure what the suction cup was for. And I think think that this is just me hypothesizing or whatever the, the word is. Librarians figure that out. Um. I think that they're designed so they can also fit into like strap on things, but I'm not sure. So that's something that maybe someone with a little bit of that knowledge could figure out. That wasn't where I was going with it. I thought it was so you could like stick it to the shower wall. That's what I've always known. (laughs) But, but when you look at them, the way that they're made, it's like this whole lip, this suction cup part is like sturdy enough that if you, Having been in sex stores and stuff now, the way that these strap-on things work, I could see how that would, like, poke through and then kind of catch so it could be used. Mm. That is not what we used it for. Um, So I got this thing. Now, it was in the package and everything, so I didn't feel weird about opening it and trying to use it. But I was a little shy about accepting it so it was all a big joke I was like oh yeah haha I'll play a joke on somebody with this or whatever um but I took it and (laughs) we moved and I hadn't taken it out of the package yet or maybe I had but I was living in Texas and I couldn't get rid of it because I didn't have anywhere to get, get rid of it You know, I didn't have a way to dispose of it. I lived way out in the country. And the only person who took care of our trash was my stepdad and there was or my mother. Now, if my mother had seen it, she would have yanked it out of the trash and like embarrassed me with it. I just know it. She would have done something. Um, But my stepdad would have probably tried to burn it in the fire pit or something ridiculous so I was not gonna risk having this giant dildo uh melt in the middle of the fire pit um so I moved with it to Pensacola and I had a very short window of time before my husband came because we were in the Navy so we did a lot of moving and he was coming later so I had this short window of opportunity to get the trash out before he got there and saw this giant <laughs> penis and it wasn't a vibrator. It was, it was a dildo. It was, didn't, it didn't have batteries or anything. It just was giant. Um, and so 
I had to set up the trash. I had to wait until all of my boxes were delivered. Then I had to find the box that it was in out of hundreds, dig it out and get it in the trash before he could get out there all within like a two week span. Right. I did it. I got that son of a bitch out. (laughs) And it was my whole goal. My whole goal is unpack the house and get the dildo in the trash. So, and it was like wrapped up and like taped and duct taped and shut so that if anybody saw it or found it, it would be long gone. and There'd be no trace back to me. (laughs) That sounds like what I do with my uh, seven-year-old's schoolwork. When she comes home and I need to bury it in the trash so she doesn't see that I threw it away. Oh, yes. And the stuff off the refrigerator. Yes. Yes. Oh, this is lovely. I'm just going to file it over here and keep it forever. It's gone. And you got to like bury it down in the trash, like sift through the trash, shove it down in there. Yes. It's like getting rid of their toys whenever they're not there and having to clean out their room. I totally understand. See, you so, got some experience hiding your dildo in the it's trash. Exactly like that, but but I'm preparing her for parenthood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which came not long after that. So what? But what I found while I had it and I tried to use it was that it was just too big. It was uncomfortable. I had no desire to work that hard. Right. Uh, I just wanted to have something easy, take the edge off, enjoy myself, but I was not going to get a rug burn for a dildo. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm not going to work that hard. So that was that one. And I threw it away. Are you ready for the next one? We're ready for the next one. So the next one is uh, this one here. This one I got at a local store, uh, Lover's. Okay, and this one is designed with a fun button. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So the fun button is what turns it on. Math. <laughs> <laughs> what was so great is that I thought this was dead, and I pulled it out this morning, and I like was like, oh, that you know, and I'm pushing, cleaning all the buttons, and it comes on, and I was like, oh, yay! <laughs> But it has like all these different speeds. Can you hear? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Oh, that sounds like a laser blaster. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, it's still going. Okay. So, what I found out, in case you need a picture of that one. Yes. What I found out about this one is that it was really easy to use. Um, but again, it was a little on the shorter side for my short arms. And then I learned about this little knob thing. I was so worried about this little knob. I was like, is that supposed to go on my butt? <laughs> I had no idea what the knob was for. Like, I'm learning about my own vagina during this whole time. I didn't know what that was for. I found out quickly what it was for. So that's like a clitoris friend. (laughs) Friend. And so this thing, I had it out, and I don't remember where I kept it, but my daughter found it. 
No. This is Lolly with the tornado vagina or what the she 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 found it and she came to me. She was probably in first grade. And she opened up her jacket. She had it inside her jacket. And she opened up her jacket in her little brother's room, the one who came with the adult toy spray, and says, Mommy, what's the fun button do? Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So that day she got an entire reproductive, like, explanation of how the whole body were the female organs the whole thing we went through the whole thing and i'm like and that's how a babies are made and she's like but what's the fun button for? <laughs> you never said what the fun she's button like, was for you know i don't see a daddy there i don't right. get it like what's this for and i'm like okay so i had to like straight up tell her what i used it for that was a lot, I think, for a first grader. And she didn't ask a lot of questions again for a while because I don't think she wanted <laughs> some <laughs> long answers. Did you tell her, go ask your brother for the cleaner? He knows. <laughs> no, but but eventually, you know, she'll have her own and I'll make sure that she she has her own and that she's, you know, educated. So from there... I went to this one. This is when I got really... Holy cow. Yeah, it definitely doesn't work. And it's so sad because this was a soldier. It has a handlebar. What's what's that one called again? Vibrator. (laughs) (laughs) Why? You said something soldier. I said it was a good little soldier. Oh, okay. Um, But, like, it has... A little place where you can put your fingers, your hands in. You hold on to that. But then when you put it this way, it has the on-off button. It has, you can see oh, it yeah. has seven different settings. Oh, my God. I so wish this one would turn on for you guys. I so wish it would turn on for me. Um, anyway, this is one that I ordered at, the, at one of the Pure Romance parties. And... It's really cool how when you go to those places, those parties, you're automatically like, I'm never going to buy anything because everybody's watching me. I'm so embarrassed. And so I think I committed to buying like a lip gloss, you know, (laughs) because I didn't know how the parties worked. And uh, finally, then they're like, okay, we're going to take everybody's orders and they go into a separate room and they have some of the things laid out for you to be able to touch and look at and stuff like, but you're told it's totally private. And so nobody knows what your order is except for the person selling it, which I thought was really, it helped things be discreet, you know? And then it came in like a plain box, which was great. There was no (laughs) writing on the outside of what was, what did you say? That was so horrible. Female masturbation. <laughs> but like in all capital letters down the side of the box. So hilarious. Yeah. And then the front of the box said hot and enjoy yourself. <laughs> well, I'll have to, we'll, we'll have to post the pictures, but before and after pictures, because my trash, everything goes through oh my, my father. And he's very particular about boxes being in the recycle bin. So he would dig it out to put it in the recycle bin. So I had to chop it 
into tiny pieces <laughs> to throw the box away. Oh my goodness. I, that's like me and the dildo. I don't think I could have chopped that thing, but I think it I wonder been if a, a dog weird. could have eaten it. <laughs> I don't know, but it just, it was troublesome. So it came in its own little bag. It has this pretty little bag and you're supposed to keep all of your toys that are like this, that kind of have like this silicone covering um, separated so they don't stick together. So oh. you have to keep something in between them. Yeah. Another important fact. And yeah. when, you, when you buy these things, they come with that information that tells you how to take care of it and stuff. Do it. Take care of them. So what would you say is the average lifespan of a vibrator? Well, it depends for me. <laughs> it depends on <laughs> if my husband is in town or not. <laughs> they definitely all have to be recharged regularly for, for me. But um, I don't know. I think like this one I've had for eight years, you know, and we just turned it on. So that's pretty phenomenal, but mm -hmm. I paid like a hundred bucks for this and Holy that was a great investment. Yes, definitely. And this one was, was also about a hundred dollars and this, and what was nice about this one, this was my first waterproof one. Ooh. So this is the one you can take in the shower. The shower. <laughs> um, and it has like the little charging plug is all the way in the bottom right there. Mm -hmm. So you can't even see it. And it just like this little pokey thing goes in and charges it. And it also, now this one charges on like a USB port. You can hook these babies up to your computer. It's just hooked up in your computer. You just take it into work. Like I need to charge my <laughs> yeah, I need to charge my <laughs> stuff. There he is. So the same time I bought this one, I bought one of these. Okay. And it's just a little bitty one that was at the counter for like 10 bucks. Okay. Oh my God. It's blinged out. Yeah. No, that's the, the one. one. That's the one the guy had, I think. It had like, oh my God. It blingy, but it was pink. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So for my first one was pink and I bought two and this one stayed in its package forever. And I was like, I'm never going to use these, but I did pull the other one out. I used it till it died. Basically, the battery died. I don't know if you can. Oh, you can replace the batteries on these. I love that she's discovering that on our podcast like just now. <laughs> the fun so, button still works. You can replace the battery in one. I mean, like, I'm just like you don't work anymore, you son of a bitch, and chuck it. You know? <laughs> like, now it does. You can that. I'm like, I don't want you anymore. You're. I'm done with you. Um. So this. So this one was like a ten buck thing and it has like a slidey <laughs> wow it's like a trombone it just slides that's awesome so that little thing for, for 10 bucks this is a great bang for your buck <laughs> would you say that might be a good one for people just starting out maybe to yeah, ease into it probably what i would get my daughter uh you know she's 16 going on 17 and I know she's getting manual and so it's time to help her out. But I, I also let her know that, Hey, don't over, don't overdo it because you can do the same damage with this as you can do with this. Okay. <laughs> you can desensitize yourself and I don't want that for her. Right. Right. Um, so this one still comes in handy. So I broke out the second one 
because I didn't know you could replace the batteries. And so this one is daily user. It's probably a good Not portable daily, one. but weekly. I can use that one. And because it has such a nice, um, you know, you can really go through the different levels very easily. It's not like a one, two, three, you know, mm -hmm. it's like a, you can find just your right spot. This is a nice one to use with someone. Oh, that's good to know too. It is good to know. Okay. So now you're going to die, but when everything died, okay. And none of those things were working because I didn't know that this one had batteries and I hadn't opened it yet. Um, we bought this one, this little bitty teeny tiny thing. <laughs> it has a button on the bottom there. Oh. And you just hit the bottom. But see how it's loud? But like, ooh. I and just so you can see that off screen I was touching her her ankle. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> oh, you? Let's do. Let's do. Are you sure about that? Let's do. What are you? And these are so super clean, you guys. Like <laughs> I would not even. But it has like all these different things too. Watch. I'm just gonna put it on her shoulder so she can. <laughs> oh, that like would a jackhammer. Be, that would be a nice one to use with someone. Oh, what you think it's gonna die? Oh, but nope, it comes back. Wow, oh, that's like amazing. Oh, oh, here it comes. It goes low and high, low and high. It like alternates. Whoa. Yeah. So and then you hold it down and it turns off. So this turns out to be the best little vibrator I have ever had. Ever. Wow. Wow. And it's so tiny. And I think about the the through the years how things have changed yeah you know you just and pop that one in your purse so big but you don't and it's also really great to use with someone I I I believe that kind of coming full circle and being embarrassed and shameful about having to find something to pleasure myself privately and coming to where I'm at now, where I can use this with my partner and be open about it, clearly talking about it with you guys. It's something that I hope other women don't have to struggle with, uh, the shame and embarrassment of finding that for yourself. Uh, so I really hope that I can give that to my daughter and uh, be open about discussing it because it's such a natural part of who we are as human beings. Right. Uh, it's really special to share it with someone if, if you can, cause it really intensifies everything for me. But then there are times when you're like, all right, back up. I just need to take care of business. And that's when some of these bigger toys are fun. <laughs> <laughs> so now I just have this box where they all go to die and I can't, I can't seem to part with them and I don't know why. So I'll have to have, I'm going to host a pure romance party. We'll yes. get women over here and then I can like report back. So this one is back. called the do not disturb. They have funny names. I like that they have names because yeah. when you order them on Amazon, they don't have names and they all say that they're for like back massage and 
clearly are not for back massage. Although this one, I believe, is for back massage. Right. I would not yeah. recommend it as a vibrator, <laughs> except for it did get the job done. But I just feel like uh, as as someone once recently pointed out that it makes so much sense now that all those years I was jackhammering myself, why it took so long <laughs> with <laughs> to, the battering ram. Yeah. With the battering ram, why it took so long then to find that space where I could use a smaller vibrator and be satisfied with that. Right. Because I've been battering ramming myself. Right. That's probably good for women who have like sworn off men. It's like you <laughs> yeah. go at it. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest one. So which one is your favorite? Uh, the one that works. <laughs> <laughs> the one that, is one that works readily available. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, this most recently, it's the one that I can use with my partner. Um, I, I find that to be the one that's most enjoyable for me. Well, thank you, Cindy, for coming and for sharing your toys with us. You're welcome. Should I leave my picture here for Grandpa to find? <laughs> Let's put it up on the wall. Yeah. On the refrigerator. <laughs> I think he might misconstrue the meaning. <laughs> on the refrigerator with your name written <laughs> at the bottom with love. Cindy. Oh, Cindy's artwork today. <laughs> Put it up there with all the grandchildren stuff. Yeah. Just mix it in. Mix it in with the grandchildren stuff. See if he notices. Right next to And he's to gonna the do that secretive, like fold it up and throw it in the trash when nobody's looking. <laughs> exactly like we do. <laughs> so feel free to share your funny toy stories with us. Your not so funny toy stories, your recommendations for toys. Let's normalize toys also watch the movie hysteria yes it was i can't wait 2011 hugh dancy was in it rupert everett was hilarious oh my god yeah he was was so funny i loved him and oh and the guy who is the doctor that he works with he was the high scepter in game of thrones oh that's right jonathan price yeah because i was like who is that and so i looked up and i was like ah game of thrones he also did Miss Saigon on Broadway. I saw that. Yeah, so watch the movie if you want to learn about the 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 invention of the vibrator. So, so you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. And you can find us on the web at blameitonthebadge.com. Be sure to rate us and to subscribe. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.